Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about that. Silence. <laughs> that was completely off the cuff. Wasn't that amazing, Ben? I, I knew you were going to do it at some point. I knew I knew last Tuesday when we wrote down possible things, I was like, if we do an episode on silence, I, I would say 15 minutes of it might be him just cutting out and going, and there it is. <laughs> wow. You know me better than I know myself. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to do that. You never do. It was like, it was, I think I was saying like the last two words as it was coming into my train of thought going, hey, Glenn, don't say anything. <laughs> That's because you live in the present moment. Yeah. And uh-huh. now we'll uh-huh. go with that. Whatever. So uh, silence. So silence. What is silence? What is silence? Silence is no thing it's not a thing it's the space in between words it's um Eckhart Tolle talked about it one time which I really liked it was he was talking about using it as a way to um go into the present moment which you know he talks about everything as a way to get into the present moment because that's where peace is so he was talking about like a sound. If you listen to, especially like a bell, a bell is a good op, um, example. If you listen to a bell, and <clears throat> if you listen closely, that bell starts from nothing, and then it gets louder and louder and louder till it hits its peak, and then it fades back into the nothingness, so back into the silence. And if you follow that, you know you really pay close attention to it. It'll take you right back into the present moment or the silence or the now or where peace is, you know, all that good stuff. So that's kind of what we're talking about. And even a lot of times when he does his talks, he says, he says, pay attention to the space in between my words. You know, so that just that little space in between, that's where where peace lives <laughs> you know that's that's where everything comes from there's silence and then the noise comes from that silence and then it returns to that silence so what do you think about that uh, uh it's really interesting um because i don't know it makes me think of uh meditation yes a, a lot um and uh that's my favorite part of um I just recently finished uh doing the take ten for the headspace app again, yeah. and um my favorite part is when it just cuts out completely, mm. and you know you're just silent, and like it really does help you connect and like you're focusing on your breath and you know um 
they tell you uh, at the beginning of it, it's a guided meditation app if you don't know what it is. And um, at the beginning, it tells you to like be aware of all the sounds around you. And then once you start listening to your breath um, and counting it, you really forget about the sounds mm. and like you're it's truly silent and you're just in your head and you're really present yeah and then at the end they tell you to become aware of the sounds around you again and it was probably like day nine that i heard the <laughs> the become aware of the sounds around you again and i went oh wow yeah no i forgot that there was an air conditioner on yeah next to me and that you know yeah it's where we put our attention yeah you know and generally we put our attention on the things that are making noise you know a lot of if somebody's talking it captures our attention if something breaks the silence you know it it captures our attention but this is about learning to pay attention to the silence because there, there is you know, it's it's a very natural thing to do to fade into a peaceful feeling or a peaceful space if you're in the present moment. That's that's what meditation tries to do, and it's you know, it is a form of meditation. Just focusing on the silence, and it's it's kind of uh, it. I liken it to space. Because I feel that, you know, it's <laughs> silence is kind of a hard concept to grasp. So if we look at it from a couple different angles, uh, it kind of helps. And I feel that space is the same thing as silence. It's not a thing, you know. So if we look out into the night sky, and I say this to people often, it's, you know, it's, it's cool to go outside and look at the stars, because those are things and they capture our attention. They give us something to look at. But look in between the stars. Look into the, the blackness, the, you know, where there's nothing. And I often do it and I'll just look. And as soon as I focus my attention on the space in between the stars, all of a sudden I can feel this peace come over me. It's just... and. You know, people have described it in a lot of ways, like, you know, it's so grandiose and and it makes me feel, some people have said that it makes them feel small, some people that it makes them feel a part of. Um, There's a lot of different words you can use, but it's just, if, if you focus on not a thing, it just, you you can feel a connection to it. You can feel a connection to all that is, you know, which is, and it's a very peaceful connection. It's a calming, peaceful feeling. So, so like when you're looking at space and I mean, I've done it, I've done it in my living room. You know, I just focus on a space in the middle of the room or sometimes having uh, an outline helps kind of like a frame helps so like um i've looked at my coffee table because you know it's got the top the bottom and then two legs on on one side so i'll use that as my frame and i'll just focus on a space in between all that and just focus on that space and it brings me right into the present moment you know 
um, doing it driving, you know, just look out ahead because that's where I'm looking anyway when I'm driving. And if I'm just looking out a little bit focused on a, on a space out in front of me, I can feel that calmness come over me, you know, and <laughs> be careful doing that while you're driving. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, I've done that and I've done it, you know, when nobody's around and, and I have, you're completely aware. So for me, it's, it's not a problem. Like, it's not like I'm zoned out and I'm somewhere else. I'm completely aware of what's going on around me. I'm just very peaceful and calm in the moment. Um, but I have heard of some people, you know, trying to <laughs> meditate or relax too much while they're driving and, you know, they fall asleep or something or, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden they close their eyes and not re- even realize they're closing their eyes. I've never <laughs> had that problem. But um, but just, you know, just to be safe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do it while you're driving. But um, but picking a space out in front of you and just focusing on that space and then paying attention to how you feel inside. Have you ever had those moments where you're driving and you're, um, you're looking at like the whole picture while you're driving? You know, you're not like focused on the lines or the, you know, whatever. And your mind is going. So you're thinking about something and you're just kind of blankly looking at yeah. everything. And then you realize that you drove for 20 minutes and you don't remember yes. driving. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you lost in thought. But you were, you were completely concentrating well, you were. I mean, or you, you know, were, whatever. Yeah, you were aware. You were aware that you were driving, and you know, you were probably doing things safely and stuff. But yeah, yeah. your mind—you just kind of lost in your mind because you have this like soft focus in right. front of you. You can see everything. You know everything that's going on, but you're kind of focusing on the the silence. Yeah, and and that's. You know, that's something that's that's very interesting that I've seen in, in multiple different ways, too, is is understanding what giving our attention to something is. You know, it's if you I think our attention is like um, it can be like a flashlight or a laser beam, you know, and we can give partial parts of our attention to different things. I noticed that when I was personal training, you know, like. Once, <laughs> once people had been working with me for a little while, and I was, and they kind of understood the way I talked. Sometimes I would tell them, like, "Okay, you know, pay pay attention to like eighty percent of your attention to the muscle that you're working, and then just twenty percent of your attention to the form that you're doing." You know, and you can you can actually divide up your attention like that. Once you once you find out that you can even do it, you know, then you can you can start controlling it. And the more focus, if you put all of your attention on the silence, that's when you feel the presence. And you know, it's like that laser beam. But most of the time, we're walking around like a flashlight. And some of a little piece of our attention is on to what somebody's saying. Another piece of our attention is on uh, the balloon in the room. Some of our attention is on the couch. Some of our attention is, you know, it's just kind of scattered. So it's just, you know, bringing all that attention in on one thing. And everything else kind of blocks out. 
And that's when we do that with the silence, you know, that's where we find peace. You know, it's, and, and, you know, we'd spent a lot of time kind of talking about silence um, so far. And, but why, you know, why, <laughs> what's the point of focusing on silence or focusing on space? You know, what does it get us? And it's, that's our gateway to connecting with source. It's, you know, there's, there's more than one, but that's a great way. And, you know, we've said this a little bit already, but it's a way to connect with our source and feel the peace and the love that, that we're seeking to feel from our creator. And this was, do you have those quotes? I do. Yeah. I was, um, yeah. So I had, you know, looked into some quotes and there was, you know, obviously there's a lot about silence, but I kind of picked out a few from, um, a few different people that allude to, you know, basically finding God within the silence. So, uh, this is from, a blog post and an article that you wrote uh, called Silence, the Gateway to Source. So I'm just going to plug your blog real quick yeah. on your website, glennambrose.com. Um, you can subscribe and you'll get an email every time there's a new blog post. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so you said that um, if we focus our attention on silence or space, we can experience what the Buddha referred to as noble science. Noble silence. Noble silence, I'm sorry. Uh, I said that wrong (laughs) twice today. Every religion and spiritual practice talks about silence being a gateway to source. Here are just a few. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 4610. Now be silent. Let the one who creates words speak. He made the door. He made the lock. He also made the key. Ruby. Right. And you can hear the footsteps of God when the silence reigns in the mind. Uh, Sai Baba. Say Baba? S-A-I? Honestly, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But I I looked him up, and he he was an impressive dude. (laughs) Uh, And Rumi has just, I mean, Rumi was a poet, so he was a Sufi poet. And I mean, uh, he has so many good quotes. It's amazing. But and uh, it's tough to beat the Bible. <laughs> it is know? tough to beat the Bible. Uh, <laughs> that um, that particular uh, Bible verse, though, is um, is a great one. It's an often quoted one. Yes, probably, very often quoted. Probably like the the, the second or third m- most well known. I would say probably. Yeah, and you know, and it's uh, there is. You know, I truly believe that things that are popular and it, it's because they it connects with people, you know, and simple things that connect with people on a deep level, they're not always understood properly um, by the mind, but the heart knows it, you know, and that's the connection that's made. And I think that that is why that's one of the most you know, quoted parts of the Bible is because it's it's very simple, it's very basic, and it's and it holds a lot of truth. You know, truth is very simple, and spirituality is the deepest truth. So, spirituality is 
the simplest of the simple, you know, which, (laughs) which that's the biggest problem I think with us finding it is because our mind thinks basically our mind is controlling our lives and our mind wants to think and our mind wants to solve problems and our mind wants to figure things out. And it's, if something is so simple that it doesn't need to be figured out, that just throws our mind off because our mind doesn't have anything to do, (laughs) you know? So it's about, that's why we need to kind of disengage our mind, get our thinking mind out of the way and just be, and then we can be simple, you know, and then we can be connected to the truth. Then, so just sitting in silence and paying attention to that silence. And it's, you know, again, what I mentioned with Tole, sometimes just, (laughs) if you've never done it, and you say, okay, I'm going to pay attention to silence. It might be hard for you to do that. It's, it gets easier and easier. Um, I find it very easy at this point. But in the beginning, I remember, like, how do I pay attention to the silence? And that's why I like Tole's thing. You know, listen to a bell. You can, I've got a Mind Bell app on my phone that just goes off randomly throughout the day, which is comical because, like, at this point, I've had it on my phone for so long. Everybody that knows me has heard it, and they're just like, "What is that?" It's like, "Oh, that's just my mind bell," you know. So, like the soccer parents and stuff. <laughs> and what is the me. what is the purpose of that app? It the purpose of it is just to to bring me back into the present moment throughout the day. So, I you can set it randomly to. You can set it for every hour, every few hours. You can set it for whatever you want. And then um, I think I have it set for every hour, but random. So it's not specifically every hour. It's just about every hour. And it just goes off randomly. You know, but it's a bell. So what I can do is, I mean, a lot of times it's just a reminder for me. Um, but what I can do is when that bell goes off, it's like, oh, okay, grab onto the sound. I'll put my attention onto the sound, and then I'll follow that sound back from where it came. And you just listen to it tail off and tail off, and you keep listening, listening, and listening. Then when it finally fully goes away, there's silence there. You know, so so that's a good way to to initially. Um, Focus on the silence. You know, I, I like the bell sound because it you can hear it tapering off and you can kind of follow it as opposed to some other noises that are, that are sharper, you know. Um, yeah, I like the bell on, uh, on Insight Timer. Um, there's a... Oh, yeah. There's the, yeah. the, like, whatever the sound is that you want it to make at the end. Right. Yeah. It's very that- calming the bell yeah yeah it's funny it's been used you know those bells have been used for you know thousands of years um and it's there's a there's a reason why (laughs) you know because it is calming but those and i mean insight timer is phenomenal that's that's my favorite well, I was going to say my favorite meditation app, which it is, but it's also my favorite overall spiritual app. You know, I've tried uh, a fair amount. I don't go crazy with apps, but I've tried a fair amount over the years. And um, that one, 
impresses me the most, which which is why I started uploading my podcast to it, you know? I like to put it on sometimes when I'm doing other things, like the Zen guitar on uh, the, on the like, yes. not guided meditation is just will kind of, it's like the perfect calming white noise. And then like, I don't, I'm not thinking about anything. Right. Um, yeah. And they have a lot of good, um, just, they have a music sec- section that's all, you know, really good background noise and, and sometimes I'll just put it on uh, to to fade off to sleep, you know, just pick one. But <clears throat> but anyway, back to silence. <laughs> so yeah, the the reason that that we wanna the reason that we meditate, the reason that we um, try to slow our mind down, the reason that that we try to pay attention to the silence or or focus on space, it's all for the same reasons because that's where that's where the love and the peace lies that we want to experience. So there is no time in the spiritual realm. So oftentimes, like people, we hold ourselves to these high standards, and people are like, oh, there's there's no way I can meditate for an hour, or there's no way I can meditate for thirty minutes because they see like these these spiritual gurus doing this or something. It's not necessary. There's no time in the spiritual realm, so you don't need to sit connected to source or connected to the silence, connected to the peace within you. You don't need to sit there for a half an hour or an hour or two hours. It's because there's no time in a spiritual realm. It's just a matter of when you do it. It's just like, do do you connect to your source? You know, and it's the more often we do it, then the better we get at it. So spiritually speaking, there's really no difference if you connect to your source for 30 seconds or three hours because there's no time in that spiritual realm. It's just a matter of do you make the effort to connect to your source? Do, do you come into a place of silence? And the more we do that, then the less our mind is running the show. Because our mind is supposed to be a tool, you know. We're supposed to we're supposed to go to our mind and say, "Hey, you know, solve this problem for me. Um, you know, what's two plus two? Four. Okay, thank you, and turn it off." And you know, we're supposed to be using our mind for the tool that it is, but instead, what we're doing is our our mind is running us, so it's just constantly going. And if it's constantly going, then we don't experience that peace. So just coming into that present moment, just focusing on the silence, it can take us out of our mind. And that's where we're supposed to be living. We're supposed to be living in a peaceful, calm, loving existence. And then using our mind, going to it whenever whenever we want. You know, I think this is... Tolle is just so amazing. He, <laughs> you know, he's right on with so much stuff. But he he was saying, I think it was in the Power of Now. <clears throat> he was saying that his biggest asset, like if he were to go get a job, his biggest asset would be the fact that he does not have to think. He can turn off his thinking. 
which a lot of jobs would be like, you know, why would I want that? <laughs> you know, but that's actually his biggest asset because he's in the present moment and he can do whatever he needs to do that's required in the present moment. And most of that is organic and it's natural and it just comes to us from the other side. You know, from that play, from divine knowledge, we just, it just flows through us and it just, we just act. And that's when we're at our best. But if we can turn on our mind as a tool and use it, our thinking is clearer also. If it's not incessantly running all the time, if we just go to it and say, can you, can you please, can I use you for what you were meant for to solve this problem? Mind's like, yeah, it's rested, it's clear, it's focused on what you want from it, and it does a wonderful job, and then you can turn it back off. But if it's just incessantly running, and, and it's just, <laughs> then you, you got to try to harness it and focus it on something. And it's not that always, it's not easy to do because it's used to running the show. It's not used to you having control of it. It's used to controlling you. So, you know, so, so the bringing silence into our lives is really, I mean, it's, it's indispensable. It's, <laughs> you know, it's really valuable to, to regain control of our lives and to, to function in a new, healthier way on a lot of different levels. There it is. There it is. <laughs> um, so I have a couple questions. Number one. Uh, yes. What's how, number two? How often do you... <laughs> wow. Uh, how, how often do you drive uh, silently? No music or podcast? Most of or, the time. I most would, of the time. I would probably say 75% of the time I'm driving. It's in silence. Um. And then sometimes I turn on the radio and I just like, when I do, I really enjoy it. <laughs> you know, I really enjoy it. And then oftentimes it'll get left on for like a couple days. And then all of a sudden I'm, I get in the car and I start driving and I'm like, what is this radio doing on? Like, <laughs> I, I want it to be quiet, you know? I don't know if I have like an incessant need for noise, but, uh, Dave has always driven silently, like hmm. 90% of the time, I think. And it used to drive me crazy. Yeah. It's like 50-50 now, he just said. So I, but like, we would go, <laughs> we would go on like half hour or more car rides. And like five to 10 minutes in, I'm like having an anxiety attack because of the silence. Yeah, it's because all your stuff is bubbling up. And that's a good point, you know, because <laughs> oftentimes people are going to experience that. When you get still, that's where all your crap bubbles up. You know, that's when, because we're so used to distracting ourselves with anything, noise, action, anything. And it's, so when we're just sitting there, like, I mean, sometimes I'll do it. I, I've been, I've been kind of irritable before and had the radio on and after like 15 minutes i'm still kind of irritable and i'm like screw this so i <clears throat> i'll turn off the radio to let it to allow it to bubble up it's like if you're i'm not you know i'm not spending my day like this 
So if you're there, come up so I can feel you and deal with you and heal it. You know, so all of a sudden I'll get still and, and silent. And then, oh man, a whole wave of emotion comes up and it ain't pretty, you know. But it's, <clears throat> but I'd, I would rather allow myself, <clears throat> excuse me, to feel that so it can release, you know. So yeah, if you're, <laughs> when you first start, and it feels like your skin's crawling when you start to get silent. That's normal. That's just stuff you've been pushing down and distracting yourself from coming up. When um, when when that first so like probably twelve years ago, uh, I was like, "Can we turn the radio on?" And he was like, "No, what's wrong with you? Just deal with it." Yeah. <laughs> he. he <clears throat> Yeah, well, once once you're used to doing it, it's awesome because you are in like a, a contained environment. You know, the rest of the world is outside the glass. You're in it. And a lot of times, you know, like if you turn off your phone, especially nowadays, um, you know, you turn off your phone or you say, no, I'm not talking or texting on my phone. You put it aside and then all of a sudden it, there's nothing for you to do. You can't do anything else right then. You know, we're used to do, do, do all the time and just going 90 miles an hour distraction. Now you're sitting in a car. You're, you're just there. You can't escape yourself. There's nothing, else, there's nothing else you can be doing at that particular moment. So now, you know, that it's just such a peaceful time. I use that for peace regularly. You know, like I said, probably 75% of the time. There's a... There have been many times where I've gone like a few days without listening to anything in the car and I'll go. I'll I'll like catch that I have done it, that I haven't had anything on, and I'll be like, damn it, Dave. You, <laughs> well, no, <laughs> you rubbed nice. off on me and I don't like it. You no, know what's nice too is with uh with your kids, like um my son it's he, he's not looking for the silence we'll say that you know he's 16 he's he, he's not really interested in what his dad does that much you know i mean he still applies a lot of this stuff in his everyday life uh, just because he's been around me so long but he's not diving into everything that i say and do but what's nice is you know a lot of times i'll think about putting on the radio and when he's in the car and i'll be like no i'm you know, I'm not going to put on the radio. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, all of a sudden he starts talking to me. And it's like, hey, cool. You know, so I get a nice dialogue with my son in the car because I didn't have the radio on. And there was nothing to distract either one of us, you know, which is cool. So, and I, I remember the first time I drove in silence. I, I specifically remember. And it was torture. I, it was before I woke up. It was like 20 years ago. And I drove, I was living in Florida and I had to drive like 45 minutes without my radio because my antenna <laughs> snapped or something. And I had to drive to the specific place to get it fixed. And I freaked out. I mean, I've told this story several times before. I, I was like, I got home and I thought I had experienced something insane. I, I was like crawling out of my skin. I, I was going crazy. I was like freaking out. And I went, when I got home, I told my friends, I was like, oh my God, guys, I just drove without the radio. Have you ever done that? It's 
like pure hell on earth. It's insane. And I was I was so wound up and freaking out about this. And of course, they looked at me like, you know, I, there was <laughs> something seriously wrong with me. They're like, what are you talking about? You know, yeah. but I disliked myself so much that I couldn't stand being alone and quiet with myself. And when I didn't, and I had never felt feelings, I had never allowed myself to feel all the stuff that was inside of me. So I was so uncomfortable in that moment. It, it was, I mean, it was so profound. Like I said, 20 years later, I still remember it specifically. It completely blew my mind. And then like uh, about eight months after I woke up, I flew from Florida to... um to Rhode Island, and I had brought all the stuff that I usually brought on flights to distract me, and I didn't want to listen to any of it. I didn't want to read any of it, nothing, and um, I just sat there in silence, and I was really peaceful, calm, and enjoyed everything, and when I got off the flight, I called my friend back in Florida, and I said, yeah, it was really weird. You know, usually I listen to all this stuff and I distract myself and I just, none of it. I just didn't want to do any of it. So I just sat there, but I was really happy. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, this is the first time you ever flew with somebody you liked. And I was like, no, I flew alone. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I went, oh, so <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so I actually liked myself for the first time and I could sit in silence with myself and not want to crawl out of my skin, you know. So, so know that that can be a part of this. <laughs> I think that's a great place to to end. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I think so. It's it's um. So yeah, the the silence can be really, really uncomfortable in the beginning, but that's just pent up feelings and emotions within you, and you can allow yourself to feel them. Your feelings are not you. They can't hurt you. Uh, if you react to it, then it can bring a little trouble into your life, but just don't react to the feelings. Allow yourself to feel them, and as you feel them, they will go, and then your silence will become more peaceful. You know, So, so go out there and experience some silence and connect to your source. And again, I highly recommend reading the uh, the blog post that Glenn wrote about this. So uh, yeah, check out his blog. As they say in New England, it's wicked good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't do more of New Englandisms on this show. Yeah. Well, that's because most of the the typical New Englandisms are kind of inappropriate yeah 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 um <laughs> so go check out the blog it's glennambrose.com glenn with two n's you can subscribe you'll get an email every time uh he posts a new one which is once a week um and then there's also the the new podcast that's coming up um starting in november depending on when you're listening to this it starts november 2017 uh which is What's right with the world this week? That's it. Which is exciting stuff. Yes, we're going to focus on what's what's right in the world instead of what's wrong with the world. So, yeah, we're going to be getting into that, and we'll we'll do a um, podcast to kind of introduce that too. So, and those will be small ten minute episodes. Um, 
bite size, bite size released on hump day to get you through the week. Yep, excellent stuff. All right, uh, thanks, Glenn. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Dave. Thumbs up. All right, take care, guys. We'll talk at you soon.